Hi guys, it's Ellie and it's Heather and, and welcome back to Tea and Talk. Talk. It's okay, we'll just just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there, but you know, Ellie's just not good enough. Jeez. Oh gosh, you always be so mean to me. <laughs> uh, anyway, how's your week been this week, Heather? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you talking to them or me? <laughs> What is it? It's Wednesday for us today. Yeah. So middle, I guess, of the week. Um, Well, it's only been like four days since we recorded the last one. Since we recorded the last one um, on Saturday, uploaded Sunday. I guess I've had a pretty good semi-week. Four days. (laughs) Yep. Four days, pretty good. You know? (laughs) Going strong. How about you? Um, That was an awful time to ask me. I just took a sip of tea. Oh, well, sorry, it's also not my fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was all right. Uh, worked on the weekend and then, uh, I don't know, this week feels like it's been going like 100 miles an hour. Yeah, um, honestly, it has. It's Wednesday already. I'm like, what yeah, the heck? And since what last week, like, um, went so slowly. And now I think back, I'm like, yeah, we've only had a week at actual school since um, lockdown. lockdown. Mm. I'm like, wow, that's like... That's been ages. I feel like lockdown was ages ago. But then again, I'm like, wait, but like Monday to Wednesday has gone so fast. And I feel like, I don't know, I've been pretty busy like every night when I come home. So I don't know, I've just been like on my toes constantly 24-7 the past like three days. So like go, go, go. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why this week has gone so fast. Um, It's just been crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Chelsea. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Chelsea. Happy birthday, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's get into our sweet and our salties. Um, would you like to go first, Heather? I can go first. Okay, roll. I don't jump right have it. any, but let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really should come prepared, honestly. <laughs> um, hmm. Salty. Probably the math sack that I had this week. Still have another one of them tomorrow, so Thursday and Friday. Had one on Monday. Don't really like sacks. No, thank you. I guess it is the last sack, so it can be my sweet and my salty, sort of. It is the last sack for ma- for methods. Oh, ever. Thank I God. Mean, well, well yeah. I mean, we've got trial exams and exams, but last sack sack that goes to the ATAR. <laughs> Gonna fail anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh well so i guess that it can be my salty because okay. maths yeah i'll take it um what would be my sweet should i jump right into mine since i've got both of mine sure go i'll keep thinking all right um my salty is also maths related um <laughs> shocking we, <laughs> yeah we had one of our tests um like it, it was meant to be like the fright last Friday, so just like a week and a bit ago, but then we went into lockdown, so then it was pushed back. And then, like, I was prepared for it the very first time we were meant to have it, then it kept being pushed back and back and back, and it's been pushed like back like a week and a half. I think we've rescheduled like four times. Why? Um, well, first one because of lockdown, and my teacher doesn't like to do tests during lockdown, so yeah, he was like, okay, uh, let's just wait till we come out. Our psych sack was rescheduled for that reason yeah. as well, and then, um. Then the first day back at school, we were meant to have it, but then he, the teacher was away. Then the next day, we were meant to have it, which was Monday. He forgot to print the tests. Then, so yeah, I had it just today, last period, and I think I failed. That was my worst one. Um, test you I've haven't ever done. failed. I mean, yeah. What was it on? Like, uh, what was it on? Like graphing, logarithmic, and indice uh, exponential functions. 
Ugh, I don't like, like um, especially don't vlogs. Know. Is it like the E one? The weird uh, no, symbol? No, like it's easy, like it's fine, like the content, but I've just forgotten it since we've launched yeah, it. We've, yeah. I'm like halfway through another topic now, so now That's I've like annoying. forgotten everything. Mm-hmm. Like I reckon I would have been, I would have been like perfectly fine. But yeah, so, and then I was also late to class. Well, not late, but like I needed to go grab my container because I was in doing something at lunchtime. I'm in a classroom, so then, yeah, oh, I was just not in the zone to do a yeah. class test. <laughs> kind of forgot about it, Not too. having a good day. <laughs> yeah. Um, then my suite would be, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but um, I felt like my head, like, I just had so much going on. My mind was just buzzing with just thoughts, like I was um, thinking about so many things. Um, so I, I don't know, I just, like, had a lot on my mind, and part of it was, so I've been watching, like, 13 Reasons Why on Netflix, but then I found, like, I was always just constantly thinking about it, because it's (laughs) such a heavy show, it deals with, like, a lot of heavy content issues, Mm -hmm. um, so I was always just constantly thinking, my mind was like, okay, so this person killed that one, how are they going to get out of it, how are they going to, um, not get in trouble, um, okay, so this person's lying about that, like, it was I feel like that's a good thing, though, and getting into, Mm -hmm. like, what we're going to discuss today is kind of, like, also bringing that back, like, the ability to disconnect from the world and just think about something that's fun and... Yeah, but that's not... It's, like, heavy content. It's, like... Oh, right, yeah. I've never watched 13 Reasons Why, so I don't really know what it's about. Um, It's... I don't know. It's pretty heavy. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. My mom was just constantly racing, not in a good way. So then I just went for a walk, and uh, halfway through my walk, I was like, you know what? I need to work this out. So I was like, actually... I'm going to talk to myself out loud about it. And I've never done that before. So like literally on my walk, I probably looked like a complete psychopath, but I was like walking and talking like out loud to myself, just dealing through all my issues. I'm like, okay, um, so this, 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 this. So I was talking throughout all my thoughts, my emotions, getting everything out of my mind into the fresh air and um, just diving into it. And we'll talk about some of the realizations I had today in this episode, because it kind of links, I mean, it definitely links to what we're going to talk about in this episode but um yeah it made me feel so much better cleared my mind and yeah I'm yeah it's really good um I remembered my salty everybody okay please I would like a round of applause (laughs) (laughs) do your salty you're sweet oh I sweet oh my gosh Jesus well (laughs) I guess no round of applause Mm. then (laughs) anyways good enough (laughs) my sweet is we finished all the content for psychology unit three and four for the entire Ooh. year. Thank God that's done. Oh my God. This is your year 12 subject. Yes, year 12 subject. So we've got no more learning to do. It's just revision and practice exams and then the real thing. Oh my Ooh. God. That, that's so scary. Well, I mean. It's scary, but it's also like, oh, thank God. Like, yeah. Everything's just done. It's, oh, it's so good. So when are your actual exams? Um, Like in a couple, like a month? They're in November. Oh, that's a while. Yeah, so it is a while away. August, September, October, November. It's like three months of preparation. Yep, we get a lot of preparation. You kind of need it, don't you? You do, yeah. Uh, lots of your 12 subjects finished early, so they've got so much time to prepare for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we've got our teas. Yes. <laughs> same old, same old for, for both of us, you know. But I am in my Udi today. Very comfortable. No. <laughs> I wanted to mention this because I love my Udi. Oh my gosh, I'm in a t-shirt and trackies, but I do not think we need to give everyone an update on what we're wearing every time we <laughs> record podcast. <laughs> okay, I'll let you off this time. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about guilt and perfectionism. 
And this whole idea of kind of being really controlling with your life and dealing with those feelings um, surrounding um, feeling bad for not being productive and all of that kind of stuff. Yep. All right. Yeah. So the reason um, I brought this up and I decided that we should talk about this is because on my walk, I realized a bunch of things because um, so for like pretty much as long as I can remember, I've always been really hard on myself. Like even now, I barely ever let myself relax because I feel guilty when I, sorry, when I <laughs> like watch a movie or um, something like I can't sit down and allow myself to just do nothing. Um. I don't know, like some of my friends, they're like, okay, you know what, we're just having a lazy day, we just had a nice long shower and a, um, washed my hair and we're going to spend the day watching Friends. And I'm like, <laughs> like, on the couch watching Friends, and I'm like, you know, that sounds like such a vibe, but I know I could, like, I could never allow myself to do that. And I'm like, I really wish I could. Mm. I don't know. But I, I would just feel so shit about myself. I just feel awful that I haven't pr- achieved anything all day and... Uh, that like um, those feelings of like guilties just surrounding relaxing. So um, so this all started. Um, I kind of realized I felt like this. Probably like I was thinking back to this on my walk. I was like, when was the very first time I noticed this? And it was probably I think it might have been year seven. I'm not sure which summer it was, but um, I started to. It might have been year seven, the summer after year seven. Um. I was like, okay, so I don't really have that much to do, you know, nothing, don't really have any homework, like literally nothing to do. So I was like, you know what, let's clean the house every day. I set myself that task. So every day I'm going to clean the house and then just um, I've ticked that thing off my to-do list and if I achieve nothing else that day, that doesn't matter because I've cleaned the house and that kind of gave me like a ticket that I allowed myself to, you know, I don't know, watch YouTube or just play board games with my siblings for the rest of the day. And then I started to realize that, say if I did go out with my family and I didn't clean the house that day, I felt so shit about myself. Like, oh my God, I've achieved nothing. I've done nothing. I've been so lazy and I have all of these horrible thoughts like um, that just make myself feel so bad about myself. So then it became this thing that I had to do it every single day and it became um, like this massive thing I placed on myself. Um, And then I went back to school and obviously coming home then I didn't have like enough time or like I couldn't clean the house every single day during school term. But then um, then I got to the next holidays and then I realised I needed to clean the house every single day again to make myself feel like rewarded for my day. accomplished? Yeah, a feeling of accomplishment. Um, that's how I'd get my feeling of accomplishment. And then I realized this doesn't have the same effect that it did all that summer. I remember I'd feel so great for like pretty much the entire day if I cleaned the house. I'm not getting this same feeling. So then I was like, you know what? Let's clean the house and work out like every day. So then I'd do that. And then after like a week, it was really short amount of time. I was like, shit, this doesn't make me feel good anymore. Even this, like, um doing these two things so I was like you know what let's clean the house in the morning work out at some point throughout the day and let's clean the house in the afternoon so then I placed this yeah this other thing on top of myself how many times does the house need to be cleaned I don't know it doesn't need to be cleaned every day like surely I don't think it was even about the house being cleaned it was just about like the feeling of accomplishment yeah Yeah. so it's just like right what I need to do something what can I do oh I can clean the house so um like I remember for like the first I don't know maybe four days it would make me feel good but then after that 
that it'd start to wear off and I realized it's kind of like a caffeine addiction because you know um so, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, when you first start drinking coffee, right, the very first time, you might have like a small amount and it wakes you up, it keeps you energized. But then after a while, your body adjusts to this it new level of caffeine yep. that I is can, in your body. I um, can account for this. <laughs> I like coffee a lot, but it does nothing for me because you, I've had it for so long. I need like five and then I'll be hyper. Five coffees. Wow. Um, one does nothing for me. Two does nothing for me. Three might wake me up. Yeah, so you see, like, you're building up. So, yeah. It's not um, a good thing. Because your body adapts to the new level thing. of caffeine. So then in order to get that same hit, you need to um, consume in an excess of it to mm-hmm. get the same it's hit. It's the same with drugs. Yeah. Like, you might start taking one Panadol and it gets rid of your pain and then it goes to two and then it goes to three and or four like because it's just not working. Even. Yeah, like illicit drugs as well, like um, heroin or morphine. <laughs> we don't really know much We don't know any else, like, but... um... <laughs> Mm, educated on drugs (laughs) you can tell that's one of our interests (laughs) Uh, um, anyway so yeah so I realized it's kind of like a caffeine addiction um I'm and I realized I'm addicted to the feeling of accomplishment I realized that and because um uh one of my friends mentioned it and then I was like yeah oh no a girl at my work she mentioned it and she's like I think you're addicted to the feeling of accomplishment and I'm like I think you're right so I tried to like go into that a bit more and then I started to think why am I addicted to this feeling of accomplishment like where did this come from and then I started to realize because in my childhood um my parents they were always super busy really really hard working never a um moment they'd always they'd like super busy working on the farm so that's like so many hours I'd never see them relaxing so then the way I got attention because in the in a busy household you can't just go up to your parents and be like um but well in my household because there's three (laughs) siblings like you can't just go up and be like give me attention because that's not going to work especially when they're tired after a long day so they still got to cook they still got to clean and all these things yeah so I found that the only way that I could get attention was through my accomplishments so whether that be in kinder make like a really good um I don't know rainmaker I used to make I love the rainmakers they were great we had this song rain rain go away come again another day no 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 that wasn't that one it was um well that was one of them oh no no it wasn't Uh, rain rain come this way my dad needs 50 mils today because we're on a farm so we needed the rain (laughs) and it was like rice in like toilet paper roll and you shake it and Uh, it rained it worked it actually worked maybe it was just dad telling us you should do it now because (laughs) because it was dark clouds and he knew it was gonna rain Oh my god. Maybe that's why we thought it worked because it actually rained. No, but as a child, I could have sworn. I remember telling like all my friends at school, like, yes, no, like it's genuine, like every single time we (laughs) (laughs) we use it, it rains. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyway, we digress. (laughs) Yeah, so then I remember like the first few times I make the rainmaker, my parents would be so proud and like everything, and then eventually after once you make like 50 rainmaking it doesn't really have the same effect so I was like okay so I need to do something else so then um like I slowly I realized that for me to get attention from my parents was to do something extraordinary out of like out of the ordinary really good so um I think that's why like I initially put effort into school because then I could go home and be like well guess what I know how to spell because and nobody else in my class did <laughs> like um <laughs> you know those so those sort of things so I 
so I kind of, it's like the feeling of accomplishment. And then I started to associate like my parents, like the external um, gratification gratifications with the internal feeling of the reward. So then like, if I get a reward, people will give me attention. So then it was kind of like that. Then obviously, as you get older, it doesn't really have the same effect if you create some craft item when you're like 10 years old it doesn't have the same effect as when you're four so then it sort of started to be like well I need to get this um feeling of reward from somewhere so I started to like putting extra pressure on myself so then I could get the feeling from myself um but then you need to achieve a hell of a lot more to get the feeling of gratification from yourself and be like yes you know what we did really well today than you ever would from say your parents or your friends um like so does that make sense yeah um because you're you're not as like willing to hand out rewards to yourself so mm -hmm. then yeah then that's when it's like skyrocketed so it's like really I uh, put like a lot of pressure on myself to like always achieve always have to do better because I don't know have I talked about my like what I call adaptive perfectionism but it's not the actual definition of adaptive perfectionism have I mentioned that no I don't think so I was talking about the caffeine addiction. So at first, as I started putting a lot of pressure, like a lot of effort into my school, I'd feel really like um, good about myself and like satisfied that I would had been putting a lot of effort in. And then so I'd feel really good, get that reward. And then eventually, um, like as I do say an hour of homework every single night, after it gets like I don't know three weeks of that you no longer get the same reward because this just becomes your new normal but then still desiring and craving that feeling of accomplishment I was like you know what let's learn Arabic so then yeah you learn Arabic for a while yeah so then I would look do my school work um for an hour and then do Arabic for an hour every night and then to get that same feeling of reward but then after like a month or or even less than that that just becomes my new normal. So then I need to add another thing and then another thing and then another thing until eventually I have so much things that I have to do every day um, that I have no time for myself and then I just hit massive, massive burnout where I do nothing for like a month or whatever and it resets and I start the whole process again. So that obviously is not a sustainable cycle and it doesn't even make you feel that accomplished because yeah. you know like yes you're doing good now but there's it's only a matter of time before you burn out yep so um that's kind <laughs> of like the background to it yep um the big background <laughs> yes quite the large background but I feel like it's important to like uh, well I mean important for me to unpack every part of it so and I feel like me talking about it might help somebody else realize some things about their own life yeah and like we're sisters oh. and we just want to express like how different people yeah. are in so many ways and how they perceive the world like I don't experience this I don't feel this guilt for relaxing I relaxed way too much I <laughs> give myself like eight hours I'm like relax time <laughs> yeah so this episode um the guilt and perfectionism it's more through my experience and Heather is going to kind of bounce off that if that yeah. makes sense because I'm not really i don't really have much to do with this type of thing i'm like i don't care my room is a mess yeah mess. I, I don't Heather's care like a normal kid i'm like the perfectionist obsessed one yeah normal kid ellie jeez <laughs> don't be on a low standard here does normal even exist though <laughs> you're just 
you you are happy and are fine you let yourself watch minecraft for four hours a night <laughs> and i don't <laughs> yeah. yeah so got the comparison there um but i feel like a lot of people actually might feel the way that i feel maybe not everyone but i think that there are quite a few people who might and those that do like really really recognize it because the people that um tend to be really perfectionistic and like really um they're they're the ones that are most like self-aware I feel because I feel like I'm very self-aware I analyze all of my behaviors and my actions or I'm the one that like um thinks at night like shit that was so embarrassing why did I do that but doesn't that make that thing in a com like why did I say that in a conversation back in 2011 oh like um <laughs> I always think about things that I did like during the day and I'm like oh I should have said that or I should have done that or I should have done this yeah I like reminisce and on things that I do not need to mm. so like really really over analyze and self-critique um a, a lot in my life and it kind of does get really hard because I feel like I'm really controlling on myself too um like I was saying I think it was last week how I like time blocked my day um and those sort of things that I'm trying to like let go of how so the time blocking of my day because I always like make lists and stuff but I'm like I need to let go but I'm like actually before we let go let's see what the other extreme is which is time blocking my day like literally it's in front of me right now because I haven't rubbed it off like every (laughs) (laughs) between like every five minutes of my life was planned out that day and like yes it um it feels good you become really productive but it's just not a sustainable lifestyle and what I'm trying to strive for right now is sustainability in all aspects of my life so when I say sustainability it's not like purely environmental because I feel like sustainability everyone just associates it with environmental sustainability but like sustainability is something that can be done over and over and keep happening so I couldn't time block five every single five minutes of my day every single day that is just not realistic so I'm striving for like realistic um balance within my life yeah so let's kind of go back and unpack um, those two words that we have, guilt and perfectionism. Do you want to read out the definitions, Heather? So we did look up some definitions just for like a, I don't know, how would you put it, a definite this is what it is. And so like, this is what we're talking about, like kind of, kind of explain it. Yeah, so guilt is the feeling of having committed a wrong or failed in an obligation. So it's important to note that you feel like you've committed an actual wrong wrong thing. So me... Or feel like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. So me relaxing and watching a movie and then halfway through the movie thinking, shit, I've just done nothing for the hour. I haven't actually committed a crime there. I've just purely watched a movie. But um, it's this feeling like you're doing something wrong that um, just eats away at you. I think it's important for you to hear that as well to like really understand like how it feels Mm, yeah and perfectionism is the refusal to accept any standard short of perfection so that goes back to um uh what i was saying about you know feeling like doing so much but then be like no it's not good enough i need to do more more and more and more to make it perfect to make my daily routine perfect yeah. but in reality there is no such thing so you're always going to be striving for something that doesn't necessarily exist or is not necessarily um, is not necessarily attainable yeah 
So these feelings, um, a key part of this is these feelings are irrational. So um, And you know that they're irrational. Yeah, you know that they're irrational because I remember um, it, when I was like in the real thick of this probably six months ago, I would allow myself to watch a documentary as long as I sat at my desk and I drank my water while I watched it, but I wouldn't allow myself to watch a documentary sitting on my bed or I would allow myself to watch a movie, but only if I was um, ironing while I did it or um, I'd allow myself to go for a walk, but only if I brushed my teeth before that, because then I feel better or I hadn't eaten right before because then I feel better during my walk. Like those sort of things that are really, really irrational, but you've just got it ingrained into your head. Like, no, it doesn't count unless it's this and it doesn't count unless it feels this way. It doesn't count unless I feel the I accomplishment at the that's end. that's quite related to OCD. Like people will open the door like 10 times until it feels right, brush their teeth five times until it feels like good. Yeah. It's probably a similar thing. I feel like guilt and perfectionism is quite closely they're linked obsessive, to OCD. It's they're an obsessive, obsessive tendencies, yeah. Because I don't really – I want to class anything as like a disorder because I'm not um, – like, We're not yes, professionals. I've, yeah, I, we're not professionals and I haven't been diagnosed with anything, but I have experienced um, obsessive compulsive tendencies in the past. I haven't actually been – diagnosed with anything um she used to count her peas everyone she used to count her peas yeah so and i'm not talking like the ocd where it's like oh everything needs to be straight i'm talking the ocd where you're constantly tapping at your face and your fingers or pinching your inside of your like thumb and your forefinger to make it feel even um to you're standing there and you stand on one foot, but then it doesn't feel right. So then you need to tap it on the floor a bunch of times or count your peas. Or every time I went to the toilet, I used to have this routine I had to do. I had to go into the toilet, shut the door, and I'd count all the corners and then look at certain parts of the um, the grout. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Um, God. Like, you really down, need to pee. You're um, like, ah, toilet. shit, yeah. smooth, no. rough. Yeah. One, two, five, no. seven, six, up. No. Fuck it. I'm not kidding. That is literally what I would do every single time. <laughs> and it's this routine that would take probably, I don't know, maybe like 45 seconds to do the whole thing. But like that is the sort of OCD tendencies I'm talking about. I'm not like my pencil case needs to be completely tidy. Like, yeah, my pencil case isn't tidy all the time, but it's, um, but I still have experienced those things. That is not OCD. And I think it's really invalidating if that people are like, oh my God, um, I'm so OCD. And I'm like, no, that's not what actual OCD is. Yeah. Like sometimes it might be being really particular about things, but that is not the full extent of it. Yeah. And like OCD um, does really tie into that, the perfectionism guilt. It's all these like controlling things that your mind sets up for yourself that I have experienced a lot of and that Heather hasn't experienced at all yeah so like that shows how different two people can be even like how close we are as yeah. being siblings how different that exactly can still be, how we're just completely individual mm-hmm. the what i'm talking about like i don't experience it i experience it less now like i'm still say i'm pretty controlling with my life and i struggle with the um like not feeling fulfilled and that um, if I haven't like had a really productive day or um, that still the, being addicted to the feeling of accomplishment, I still have all that, but less like the OCD, really like never allowing myself to watch a movie, never allowing myself to relax. So I've kind of gotten over that. So I think I'll share a couple of things that are tips that I um, recommend that if you're dealing with this and how to get over it. 
Um, one of the girls at my work suggested structuring in the relaxation time. So um, amongst your list of things to do, it might be to do homework, cook, meal prep, whatever. And then it's like to do on your to-do list, literally write, watch this specific movie. So then you structure in relax relaxing time and you force yourself to sit down, just take a minute, like watch. You're still doing the exact same thing, but you're still completing an item on your to-do list. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you're allowed to tick it, it off. off. So then you feel accomplished and you feel good, even though you've um, like watched a movie and that's not like quote-unquote productive but it's still you still feel good about it and it's still benefiting you because you've allowed yourself to take that time for yourself which is really 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 important um <laughs> the, the next dot point heather's gonna laugh at but this is literally what i've had to do with myself build up my tolerance to relaxing <laughs> <laughs> and this is like one of the things we were um this girl at my work we were having the conversation about it um and then so, <laughs> so we were talking about like I cannot allow myself to relax for like more than 30 minutes and she's like oh yeah you just need to build up your tolerance to do it gradually build up do like an hour um one day then like the next week maybe have it one and a half hours then <laughs> then eventually you get to you'll get to eight hours get to and my level be, eight hours yeah we'll get to Heather's level <laughs> So, like, literally build like, up I'm my Like, I'm just too good at relaxing, Ellie. Oh, my gosh, I'm a pro. I know, right? So, literally, this idea of building up my tolerance to relaxing. <laughs> that sounds so silly. It's like, I don't know. Oh, what's a good example of building up your tolerance for? <laughs> Spicy food. Yeah, yeah. But literally building up my tolerance. Like, I'll push myself to spend an hour, uh, like, two hours watching this movie. It'll be a real push. But I'll just, I'll get through it. I'll, you know, tackle it. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, yeah, now I'm hovering around um, maybe two hours. But Solid. Only on, only on, like, Weekends. maybe, like, one day a week. <laughs> um, anyway, so... So my next point is something that I have, I'm yet to do, but I'm really, really working on, but it's kind of like a massive thing to like, let go and live more intuitively. What does that mean? Um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so do you know what your intuition is? Like uh, those gut feelings you have oh yeah. and, um, you know, say if you feel like you need to, um, maybe go on a walk to just to clear your mind, you just listen to your body, you do that. If you feel the need to do a little bit of exercise, get your body moving, your body flowing, you do that. If you feel like you want to eat a really healthy meal, then you do that. So just um, rather than being guided by these lists. rigid ideas, these lists, these controlling things, this because right now I feel like my day is controlled by this feeling of being productive like okay what am I doing now I'm doing nothing quick I need to think of something to do so I don't spend more than 10 minutes being bored and not knowing what to do quick what do I do what do I do do what so, I do ra- <laughs> do nothing <laughs> so rather than having my day controlled by those really controlling thoughts have my day more float along by my intuition feeling what's best for myself what I want to do what I need to do um to put my body in a place that it feels the best at yeah so that's what i mean by like letting go of all of those control the controlling mentality and living more intuitively so that's just something that i'm really trying to work on but i feel like that's going to be probably one of the hardest things to do 
yeah. just because it's so ingrained into me now living like this and yes yeah, some days i may not feel quote-unquote productive when i'm living more intuitively but i feel like that's a bridge like a barrier that i need to get moved past because it's like when um you're recovering from like the negative food thoughts when you eat a lot or say if you eat cake for like the first time you're gonna you well you might feel shit afterwards but like those are only um temporary feelings you'll move past that and you know that in the end you are working to a bigger goal which is food freedom or life freedom in the end so that's the important thing that you need to keep perspective on and know that you're always working towards that that's a really good thing yeah so um then the next thing is fill your time with things that still still feel quote-unquote productive or good but they're really just chill like self-care sort of things so um i've incorporated things like walking yoga drawing playing my ukulele these are all things where i don't have to like fully con- not like control myself with but it's not work it's not homework it's not weightlifting like my really like rigid like exercise even though i enjoy it um these are more things that are just like go with the flow you know don't really have to like, put a lot of energy into but they're they're more rejuvenating than exhausting um and they still feel like good they make my body feel good i feel accomplished after i do every single one of those but um they still allow me to step away from that controlling work environment sort of thing all right so let's dive into some questions i put up on our instagram account um a little question asking i don't know what you call it um story yeah Instagram Instagram story story. (laughs) with questions (laughs) um so uh just letting you know like ask us anything about guilt or perfectionism so we've got a couple questions here that um that we're gonna answer and I haven't listened to these yeah so Heather's blind blind reacting (laughs) because I managed the Instagram account (laughs) well we we both kind of do but yeah (laughs) all right So the first question is, how do you prevent yourself from comparing yourself to others? So body, grade, sport, etc. So I feel like this is, this can be a really hard one because, yeah, because, um, how do I don't know if you can, if there's something that you can do to like fully stop it, because I think your brain's always going to go there. I feel like you're not comparing yourself. You're looking at others and going, oh, I really like that about them. Maybe I can strive to be like that. So maybe you like change kind of the mindset. Re- yeah, rechanging your mindset. To be like, than, oh, oh they have a skinnier waist. Oh, I hate that. Oh my rather God. than being it coming rather than being from negative. a place of yeah. like not like jealousy, but kind of like vain. And coming from more a place of like um admiration. You'd be and... like, oh wow, they look so good. I would love to strive to be like that, whether that be I'm gonna change my diet, I wanna be a little bit healthier or let's go maybe start going to the gym a bit and things like that but like it doesn't just, always have to be about looks because it doesn't have to be about changing something as well you can just be like oh wow i think they're really pretty and i really like the way that they look that's a cool thing you don't necessarily need to strive to it as well it, and obviously it's not just about looks or it could be about grades or something but it's something like just like a maybe a role model you could look up to see it more as that kind of way maybe yeah uh, additionally um i feel like your brain is always going to look at other people who um and compare yourself to them like that's just something we kind of do we're programmed to do yeah maybe more just 
change your mindset about that in a way i guess if you can <laughs> so if you acknowledge that we're, that we're always going to compare it and if thoughts enter your brain um and then you're suddenly like no we can't think that say if you um hear that somebody else got the a but you got a b try not to have it come from a place of well they got the a i need to work better than them i need to be better and don't try and shove that thought aside either you need to acknowledge it and let it go because as soon as you try and actively not think about something you're gonna start thinking about it so if you're like i need to not compare myself to others then you you're automatically gonna kind of do it yeah. um internally so it's important to acknowledge it but then also move on like um we don't have to always view every single person around us as a competitor in life in anything you're doing so if somebody gets a better grade than you that is not a reflection of you and your failures it um it's a reflection of their successes and that doesn't always have to directly make you a failure so if somebody did get the a and you got the b it doesn't mean they're better than you they won at the competition of who got the best grade they got that grade and you got yours you both did the best that you could do in this specific circumstance but it doesn't always have to be that competition so rather than viewing life as a competition it can just be everybody is on their own journey it takes them different places and acknowledging that is really important and acknowledging that people are going to be different but you don't always have to view that in a negative way we're going to be different but it doesn't mean we're competing against each other yeah if that makes sense mm -hmm. so another question we've got is when do you feel guilty and how do you deal with it so i think we've discussed this a little bit feeling guilty for like that relaxation time that you yeah try and give yourself I guess yeah I feel guilty for like boredom as well I associate boredom and like not doing something with guilt yeah a lot too and right now um like it's probably not the best strategy but what I do is try and fill my time <laughs> <laughs> um so kind of that's what I've been working on well, I, that's what I have been doing in the past, but now I'm working on just living more intuitively. If a certain point in my day I have nothing to do, I don't look at it as a, as a place of boredom and laziness. I look at it as a place of opportunity for me to take time for myself and sort of being that, as I said before, living more intuitively. So if I get to a place and I've got no obligations, nothing to do, then I'm like, right, what do I feel like doing in this current moment? Do I feel like going for a walk just to pass the time? Do I feel like um, watching cooking a movie, something. cooking something? Or do I just feel like um, laying a mat out in the sun and lying there and looking up at the sky? Like it might just be those little things. So boredom doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. And that's something that I'm trying to retrain my brain at the moment as well so kind of um dealing with it in that sort of a way trying to just look at everything as a an opportunity as i said before and as an opportunity to intuitively choose what i'm gonna do yeah so the last question that i have here is about expectations it's possibly look at expectations so it's a really <laughs> open-ended question and I'm going to take it as kind of like the expectations you place on yourself. So 
for example, the expectation that um, you, or for example, need to be perfect and need to be doing something every single step of your day and filling filling your time like that sort of that's an example like in the expectation that you need to do at least two hours of homework and at least one hour of exercise a day sort of those sort of expectations yeah so I think that goes back to what I was saying before about um just like trying to live more intuitively so like we're gonna have these expectations but do we always need to fulfill them do Mm. we need to because I feel like Um, listening to this controlling mindset that you have, um, those controlling expectations, if we fulfill them, if we're like, yes, mind, you're absolutely right. I really need to do that. Don't I hear I'm going to torture myself and provide, live up to these expectations that you've placed on me. If we tackle every single expectation that we have of our lives with that sort of a mindset, then we're just going to perpetuate this controlling mindset and dictatorship that we have with ourselves if we constantly always fulfill these expectations that's the way it's going to be because well what happened with me is like as soon as I listen to it then then like that just becomes my new normal it no longer is fulfilling then I have to um, fulfill even more expectations and then like it never ends you're never going to fulfill every single one of them there's always going to be some level of um like some level of disappointment you're going to face so I'd rather feel satisfied and slightly disappointed with living intuitively and doing like things that make me feel good and and having that time for myself than still feeling that same level of disappointment when I'm torturing myself in a life that I hate but that is really busy fulfill or busy and productive not necessarily fulfilling though yeah So um, as long as we acknowledge these expectations, but then consider whether we actually follow through with them. So that's how I'd kind of deal with those expectations and yeah, just live more intuitively like I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. So that was quite a fairly large topic and we really went into that in detail. You more than me, obviously. (laughs) But (laughs) so I think we should move on to our next new segment. New segment. Recommendations. recommendations for the week i hope you all did your recommendations for last week yes everyone better have completed them no Not for that walk <laughs> with nothing and listen to an emma chamberlain podcast but for this week Surprised you remembered them <laughs> i know i'm so good <laughs> I know. um for this week i have a recommendation and it's not just been sprung on me like last time really <laughs> um this... i didn't expect you to have one well okay um, this week, my recommendation is every day or at least maybe a couple of times over the next week to find yourself maybe like 10 minutes and just sit and be mindful. Listen to a mindfulness episode of like maybe a podcast or something like that and just sit and work on your breathing and work on being in the moment. I think that's very yeah. important is to be in the moment, not thinking about the future, not thinking about the past, just thinking about the here and the now. Mm-hmm. Just to remove yourself from all those distractions of life. Yeah. It's really important. And mine, I don't know, it's kind of similar. Um, my recommendation, it ties into this episode as well, is to go for a walk. If so, if you've got a lot on your mind at the moment, go for a walk in nature, preferably somewhere where there isn't a lot of people and just literally talk out loud about all your feelings. Because as soon as it goes out into the open air, you can hear them from not just, in, they're not just thoughts echoing in your own mind. You can hear them and make more sense of them because they're verbalized and And maybe once you've said them you can let go yeah 
yeah maybe yeah that sounds about right so yeah so just talk through your shit make realizations about your childhood that I did um I know that um my mind was a lot clearer because I felt like my mind was just racing and buzzing for eight like a long time before then and just after I got all my shit out out into the open and talked myself through them then they no longer bothered me anymore because I had addressed them and Moved on. Moved on. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So those are our recommendations. And that was the episode. Yeah. We really hope you enjoyed. This is a bit of a longer episode than we've done. (laughs) Time just got carried away. Yeah. So I'm Ellie. And I'm Heather. And And thank you for... Oh, my God. Was tea and talk. You got it wrong that time, Heather. (laughs) Yeah.